Welcome, everybody. Hot topic today, tantrums. Okay, let's dive right in. So there are two types of tantrums. There are feeling tantrums and there are hijacking tantrums. And it's very important that we identify which type of tantrum our child is having so that we can be there for the child and give the child what they need. Before we get into the identification, I would like to remind everybody, anyone who hasn't heard my previous podcasts, that when a child is struggling with something, we want to move away from thinking, how do I get my child to dot, 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 to how can I be there for my child? Because so long as I'm thinking, how do I get my child to fill in the blanks with whatever you want, I'm actually making the child feel controlled. Like, oh, my mother wants me to stop this because it's not good for her. We want to be thinking, how do I be there for my child when my child needs something? Now, sometimes parents ask, but how can I be there for my child? I'm so overwhelmed and, you know, I need more of this in my life. That's okay. We have to take care of ourselves. If there's something that we as adults need more of in our life, whether it's more time, more relaxation, whatever it is, more peacefulness, more calmness, we have to figure out how to get that, but not through our children. Our goal with our children is to help them feel secure and give them what they need. So by the time they graduate from their childhood, which was two decades, they actually feel inspired to do what's right. They actually want to do whatever it is that we taught them. Not that we get them to stop doing things in the moment and activate them to start wanting to doing things in the moment. Yes, there's a place for that in parenting also. There are tools for that as well, but that is not our goal. So there are two types of tantrums. There is the feeling tantrum and there's a hijacking tantrum. You must know which is which. A feeling tantrum is simply when a child is having very, very, very strong feelings about something. You love my brother more than you love me or I hate that teacher. As a two-year-old, it could just be a lot, a lot of crying about a candy that they wanted or about something that you said no to. And tantrums could go all the way up into teenagerhood. And, you know, there are some adults that we know that even have tantrums. So the way to identify a feeling tantrum is just to notice that there are very, very intense feelings over there. Now, a hijacking tantrum is completely different. That actually feels where the ch- like the child is hijacking you into doing something that he or she wants. So as opposed to the child saying, you know, you love my brother more than you love me, it would come out as if you don't give me what you gave my brother, then I'm not doing my homework. Okay, so let's go through the feeling tantrum first. A child is having very, very intense feelings about something. Now, as parents, we often think, let me fix it. Let me step in. Let me help it go away. Let me, you know, help the child make it stop or get better. But really, that's actually a very damaging message. Yes, the helping you feel better, I want to be here for you, is a very nice, compassionate, sweet, strong message. But the anxiousness that the kids see that we feel about their tantruming is actually damaging. We want to show them that we have a warm, calm confidence about their tantruming. In fact, we actually expect all our children to have very strong feelings at some point or another, and some children more often than another. Every child is different. I actually give kids a metaphor And what I often suggest to parents is, is if you've been overreacting to their tantrums and if you've been viewing it as problematic, and then of course that would make the child view it as problematic and you'd like to press reset in your relationship, you go back to the child and you say to the child, you know, I was thinking about it and I learned something new. 
I used to think that when you have very big feelings and when you have very strong feelings about something, that it's a problem. But I'm learning how silly that is. Every human being has strong feelings. And then I give a metaphor to kids. I say, like, if I would look at a house and I would say, oh, the house has a door. Oh, no. What's wrong? Why does the house have a door? I have to make this door go away. That would be so silly. Obviously, a house has a door. Or if I would look at a car and say, oh, no, this car has a tire. What's wrong? Why does this car have a tire? Something must be wrong here. Let me make it go away. That would be so silly also. Of course cars have tires. Of course houses have doors. Of course people have feelings. Okay, so that's how you explain it to the child when you want to press reset if you feel like you've been doing things wrong. Moving ahead. The child comes home from school and he or she is very upset about something and having very intense feelings. Now that you know that the intense feelings are not a problem, all you're going to do is be there with the child in their corner. The idea is, the goal is that the child should feel safe and secure, that it's normal and okay that I'm having these strong feelings. And in fact, it's so safe here because I have somebody with me totally understanding me. I'll give you the wording. The very simple wording that you're going to use when your child has a feeling tantrum is, you're having very big feelings right now. That's okay. You could say it happens to me sometimes also. So that would be to a younger child. You would say you're having very big feelings. As a child gets older, you would say, wow, you're having very strong feelings right now. And as a child becomes a teenager, you would say things in a more sophisticated way, which is, wow, I see that you're feeling very strongly about this. That's it. You don't need to do anything else. You want to actually model for your child that you are so super confident that these feelings are going to pass because all feelings pass. No feelings last forever. And you don't have a specific expectation about when they're going to pass because you have actually no idea when they're going to pass. These feelings might pass in two minutes. They might pass in five. They might pass in 15. And they might pass in an hour. We don't know. But what I will tell you is, is that if the child feels that you're there with them in their corner when they're having these intense feelings, the feelings do pass faster. So if the tantrum would have lasted 15 minutes, now the tantrum might last eight minutes. Again, you're not doing it because you want to get your child to stop screaming. You're doing it because your goal is to be there for and with your child. Organically, what ends up happening is that the tantrum passes faster. But the child should feel that your goal is simply to be there with the child. When your children see that you as an adult are with them in a confident, compassionate way and you don't feel like you need to do anything about their strong feelings, everything calms down. Everything settles. A mother of a one and a half year old came to me a couple of weeks ago and she told me that her one and a half year old was so needy that she didn't know what to do with him anymore. She said that he was constantly wanting to be in her hands, on her lap, with her everywhere, and she was losing her mind. So I asked her, was this a practical problem because it didn't free her up to be able to do anything else, or was this an emotional problem for her because she felt overwhelmed? Her answer was, it's not really a practical problem because she said she doesn't really work and she's home all day with him anyway. She said it was an emotional problem because I just felt like he needs to stop this already and he needs to be able to do things himself. This is how I explained it to her. I said to her, if you would have told me that there was a practical problem, so I would tell you that you have to go figure out 
how to solve that practical problem of taking care of yourself, giving yourself more time outside of your relationship with your child. That could be a conversation, you know, with a good friend of yours or somebody that you like to talk things over with. You can sit down with them and you could come up or you could come up with your own with a good plan, how to make more time for yourself, how to be proactive about that. But since you're telling me that the issue over here is emotional and that you feel overwhelmed by it, what would happen if you changed your perspective and instead of thinking that there's a problem here and I need to get him to stop, think of it as he has a need here. There's something he needs. He needs security and he wants to be with mommy in mommy's arms and on mommy's lap all day long. So I told her, when you're cooking, you'll include him in your cooking. You know, you'll put him on a chair and he'll throw a potato into the pot. And I want you for a day or two just to look at him in a different way. There's not a problem here. He's just being a one and a half year old right now who's looking to me for security. Then once he sees that you don't think that there's a problem here, that you don't think his big emotions are problematic, I want you to sit next to him when he's playing, whatever toy he likes on the floor, He's playing and slowly, slowly inch away from him in increments that he's comfortable with. It's not mommy's overwhelmed. I have to get you to stop. It's of course you want to be with mommy all day. That's what one and a half year olds do. Mommy's enjoying the time with you. Mommy's spending time with you. And then slowly, slowly you inch away. You might be able to move away on the floor one foot away from him and then two feet away from him. Until he's comfortable on his own. I just bumped into this mother about a week ago and she said that I cannot begin to imagine the world of a difference in the happiness of her child. He is happy because he understood my mother is with me in my corner over here. When I have big feelings, my mother doesn't get worried. She understands that big feelings are just part of human nature. Okay, now let's move into the hijacking type of a tantrum. So that's when your child says to you, if you don't do this, then I'm not doing that. So those are the type of tantrums that we actually don't give any negative attention to at all. We want to let the child know we're always here for you when you have you know strong feelings about something. At the same time, um, I love you and I care for you and here's my limit. Therefore, I have limits because I love you and because I care for you. I have boundaries, I have limits, and that's not, that we're not going to have here. That's not okay for you to speak to me this way or no, you cannot have what you're asking for. You, If it's an older child, you can let the child know. I'm sure you don't mean to, but that's coming across as a threat. You can also have the child rephrase it. You can say to the child, you know, if you'd like to, you know, phrase that in a way that's not a threat, in a way that shows me that you're asking and that you know that I don't owe you anything, then I would tell you yes or no, right? doesn't mean I'm saying yes for sure, but then I would tell you yes or no. I just, I cannot even respond to it or hear it or listen to it when you, you know, of course you don't mean to, but when you say it like that, like I said, it comes across as a threat. And when this is happening, you also want to model for the child that you're not alarmed, that you're not moved, that you don't think that there's a problem here. As always, we're always here for you. If we're having a hard time dealing with the tantrum, sometimes we can go into another room and just say, like, I need a couple of minutes, you know, just to separate myself from the situation, but I will be back. You know, I really do want to be here with you and for you. And by the way, you can identify even on a very, very young child, as young as two years old, even if there's not so much language there, you can identify if it's a feeling tantrum or a hijacking tantrum 
based on their facial expressions, based on, you know, if they are using any words, what wording they're using, and you want to really deal with it accordingly. Now, for a two-year-old, if you're dealing with a hijacking tantrum, you might need um, to explain a little more than you would explain to an older child, but I would do the explaining not while the child is having a tantrum. We never teach someone how to swim while they're drowning. What I would do is, if you see a two-year-old that's consistently having these hijacking type of tantrums, I would talk to them about it when they're perfectly calm. And I would say it like this. Sometimes little kids think that when they scream louder and louder and louder, that means that the grown-up is going to give them what they want. But big kids like you know that when we want something, we ask for it. And sometimes mommies say yes, and sometimes mommies say no. I actually recommend to all parents that kids should grow up knowing throughout their lives that because you love them, you will be saying no to them. People who think that they have to have everything in their life have a very hard time coping with challenges, coping in difficult relationships. People who know that it's okay for them not to have everything that they want, that it's actually much healthier for them to be able to accept a no are able to enjoy much more happiness, much more resilience, and much more confidence throughout their lives. Okay, I hope that gave you a lot of clarity about tantrums. If anyone has any specific questions about it, you're always welcome to email me. My email address is tammysassoon at gmail.com, T-A-M-M-Y-S-A-S-S-O-O-N at gmail.com if anybody would like to join my email list so that you can get all my podcasts and tips and updates and things like that. Um, You can also email that address and let me know. Um, If you're on it already, fantastic. And if anybody would like to follow me on Instagram, it's Tammy, you know, that little dash underneath, blank, I don't even know what it's called, Sassoon, T-A-M-M-Y, like blank, S-A-S-S-O-O-N. All the best.